start talking. Well, it's episode 253 of the Paul Truesdell podcast. <laughs> Women want Tupperware. It is Tuesday, February the 1st, 2022. What do you say we get started with a little bit of this and a little bit of that? You fixed everything. You like it? Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, there's only 327 days to buy unadulterated pure junk that nobody wants, needs for Christmas 2022. Now, with that said, yours truly, yes, me, myself, and I, all three of us would like a bottle of Kings County Distillery Peated Bourbon Whiskey. That's right. That's what I want. And if you can wait, well, you can wait till Christmas if you want, but actually tomorrow works really well. You can do it till next week, even later this month. That would be just fine and dandy. And for all those of you who loved all those packages from Amazon, yes, we must. We must, we must increase our bus. No, wait a minute. We don't increase our bus. No, we don't do that. We want to make sure that our Amazon drivers are continually driving the wheels of commerce. We got to keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Those cowboy drivers. What do you say? This is the Paul Truesdale podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell. Well, what do you say we get started? Red alert! Hey, every day we're joined by my buddy Roscoe. Yeah! And of course we got Curly Joe. Certainly! Tiny Tim. Yes! Oh, uh, the Reverend Ralph. Oh. We have Leon Gas Mascus. And our newest member is Bubba. Whoa. We're sitting around a table. We're not wearing pants, and we're just discussing a few things, such as the following item. Red alert! Well, it's time to laugh. It's time to drink. It's time to feed the Chinese giant salamander. That's what we're going to do. And we're doing that here at the Truesdale Professional Building here in Ocala, Florida. We're airing Dirty Laundry, having a good time. What do you think, Roscoe? Is that, uh, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Well, the Chinese salamander, that is probably going to be the way they're going to overtake the U.S. Red alert! You see, the Chinese salamander is one of the largest salamanders in the world. And as a result, it's got this big giant head, little tiny eyes. It's really dark in color. It's got this wrinkly skin. So it'll, figure, it'll play in really well with all of us old fart baby boomers here in the, in, the, in the country. We're all getting older and older and older. Bottom line is it's got a big, flat, broad head, wide mouth, and these uh, it's got it's eyeless. It has lidless eyes. It kind of, it's lidless eyes. Red alert! The other thing is this damn thing gets to be about 110 pounds. It can grow nearly six feet long. So, oh, chunky. He's got a, a big, he's a big dude. That's all there is to it. Now, this guy, he's kind of goofy. Certainly. And uh, he's known to vocalize. Did you know that? Yes. Of course you knew that. But, of course, Leon wouldn't know that the thing likes to do uh, barking and uh, passing gas and a few other things. That's right. This goofy thing likes to bark. <laughs> No, that's called farting. Anyways, bottom line is, uh, yeah, it's kind of got this barking sound, whining, hissing, it's crying and everything else. So these vocalizations are kind of like they, they bear a really striking resemblance to uh, a, a little child, a human being, a biped crying. <laughs> 
And in the Chinese language, it's known as the infant fish. So here's the thing. We got an idea. Red alert! For those of you who are in China that want to overtake the United States very easily without having to fire a shot, all you got to do is begin, you know, get your little submarines and your fishing trawlers or all this gazillion number of, uh, you know, carriers for goods and services. Not goods, not services, but goods going back and forth. All the imports, in other words. And what you do is start dropping these things off the coastline of the USA. That's right. The United States of America start dropping well, a few thousand of these guys off the East Coast and West Coast. And since you already have a gazillion lobbyists already on the payroll, it would be pretty damn easy to do this. Go ahead and then get all, you know, just say, oh, oh, and here's the other thing. Get some of these George Soros uh, agitators, and, and that would work really well. And start protesting because this is an endangered species, right? Red alert! And so what you wind up doing, you got your lobbyists, you got your agitators, and then you got your ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, all the other three-letter propaganda organizations that you know, some of you still call as news organizations. Red alert! And what you do is you, you demand a halt, right? You demand a halt to all, all, all forms of boating, okay? All forms of boating. First off, if you're boating, you're on the ocean, you got fresh air, you get lots of sunlight, that's dangerous in case you, you know, you could catch the uh, COVID. Red alert! I can't say COVID. You could catch that thing that we're not allowed to talk about. And because uh, fresh air and sunlight, does, that's not good for you. Always remember that. Red alert! And then on top of that, what I want you to do is, you know, you, you, all you guys got to do then is, is, is simply say, you know, no more fishing, no imports, no exports. Claim, you, I'm telling you, it's all you got to do. Claim endangered species. That's what you got to do. So this is really, truly the way to finish off the USA. Spread this thing all around, East Coast, West Coast. And once again, what we do is uh, it, it's going to work better than that uh, waffle ball. We, we, we'll call it the waffle ball flu. Can we, can we do that? Sure, we can probably do that. So let's get started. One of the things we're going to do today is we're going to have a little bit of a different format for those of you who are used to the Paul Truesdale podcast and its uh, extended length. We're not going to do that. Now, whatever your name is. Get ready for the big surprise. Today we're going to have three short items and then we're going to get out of here. For those of you who are clients, those of you who are friends, you're going to be given a password. If you've not gotten it, all you got to do is use the contact form and we'll get you a password. But uh, no more of the good stuff. No more of the good stuff. We're going to keep the good stuff for Friends of Paul. I'm calling my lawyer. So one of the things I, I saw uh, the other day on, um, I think it was uh, LinkedIn. It might have been LinkedIn. It could have been Facebook. It was one of those things. I did a screen print of it. And it's a uh, picture of a uh, sign on the side of the road where people, you know, you put those little plastic letters in. And it says, there's no such thing as government funded. It's all taxpayer funded. And you know what? I thought about this for a while. Roscoe? Yeah. It's true, isn't it? It's absolutely true. <laughs> Yep, there's no such thing as government funding. We are the ones that pay for it. Wow. Yeah, so build back better, build back smaller, build back green, build back, I don't know, it broke back. It, are we, well, hey, by the way, the society's going, it's all about broke back. Reverend, you agree? Oh. Yeah, broke back, we back, he back, she back, he back, whatever. So the bottom line is, yeah, there is no such thing as government funding. Everything is taxpayer funding. The bottom line is the budget, the debt. It's horrible. And in a few few of you have been around with me for a few years. You know that I've done these calculations where I've taken the average cost of a ladder you and put a ladder end to end. You know those twelve foot extension ladders, etc. And how much money have we spent? And literally, we could take an extension ladder, buy a whole bunch of extension ladders, and we could leave. Oh, I don't know, San Francisco. That's a good place to depart from. And we could 
could lay them end to end, tie them together with zip cords, little zip zip ties, and we could literally crawl to the moon and get the hell out of here. Oh, better yet, if we don't like the moon, we could have another set of ladders going back to because you got to have one group going one way, another group going the other way. We could do that, okay? But not only once, we could do it twice, three and four times. I think I've lost track how many times we could do it. So it is what it is, what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. There's no such thing as government funded. It's all and always will be what? It will be taxpayer funded. So I saw this thing on LinkedIn on January 22nd, uh, correction, 28th of this year, a Dr. Rich Rick, Rick H, whoever that is. And it's a video uh, of a woman in Brazil, and this is an oldie but goodie, and this guy in his car come up and they, they pull up to a group of people staying outside of, I think, a restaurant, and the guy t- points a gun and, and uh, he's going to rob these, these people. And this woman who happens to be an off-duty police officer in Brazil, she very calmly steps back away, puts her hand in her purse and blows this guy away. It is awesome yeah and so the bottom line is it goes to show to prove that with proper firearm training that if you carry concealed remember it's not a quick draw thing you're not gonna don't even try to quick draw somebody okay right leon you're gonna lose that one but yeah when when situations get bad uh pull your smoke pole and blow them away so but you got to make sure that you're doing it under the right circumstances and of course in brazil it is what it is what it is you got a video of the thing thank god the woman's got video if it was in the united states you know depending upon the various parties that are involved you could have some real problems so listen it's uh it's good to know that you have good situational awareness and uh it's nice to go home at night go to bed and uh, know that you're being safe and secure. So the bottom line is you don't need to be a police officer to carry a gun. Remember that uh, the Second Amendment gives you that right and that every single law on the books, no matter where it is in the nation, is a violation of the United States Constitution when it comes to possession of a weapon. It is what it is. Now, there's a lot of things that are going on, including I think it was San Jose that's going to make you pay a tax and, and you've got to, uh, you have to be insured to own a firearm. All these things are illegal. It just, there it is what it is. But like I said in the prior podcast, you have no right to be on public property. Just remember that. Rights. People don't understand their rights. They don't know rights from a hole in the ground. One last thing that we're going to get out of here. For those of you who are friends, remember, just enter your password in when you go to paultruesdale.com. That's paultruesdale.com. Go to the podcast, enter your password in, and you'll have access to the rest of the story. Like, who was it? Yeah. Yeah, Paul Harvey used to say that. Paul Harvey was a cool guy. And we lost Howard Hessman. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. We lost Howard. Baby, if you ever wondered. He was uh, one of the stars on WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati WKRP. So I was a big fan of uh, Howard Hessman and a big fan of Phil Hartman until uh, Phil died. His wife killed him. Shouted, blew his brains out. Unbelievable while he was sleeping. And uh, followed that story very closely. Uh, Steve Gutenberg was a good friend of the family and actually talked to her. Uh, before she wound up putting a gun in her head and blowing herself away, which is good riddance. But uh, Phil Hartman, yeah, I liked him a lot. He was a good guy. I am very sorry. Age 81, we lost um, 
God, Los Howard. He was a great guy. He was there in uh, WKRP in Cincinnati with Lonnie Anderson. And uh, for those of you who are uh, friends, we'll talk a little bit about Howard. Lonnie, we'll talk about Burt Reynolds and the other crew, and we'll do a few things. So, yeah, that was a, that was a great show. Memories help me hide my lonesome feeling. So one of the things I saw on uh, LinkedIn, it's kind of a cool thing. It's got this guy with a stupid looking face. And uh, the title of the article was uh, How to Be an Effective Remote Manager. And I looked at this thing. I said, you know what? That is literally probably one of the best courses a person can take. And in fact, I'm going to do some reading and studying on it. For those of you who are clients of the firm in your uh, client area. Now, remember, there's the Paul Truesdale podcast. And we have that. That's public. Then those of you who are friends of mine who have actually gone on and used the contact form, you'll get your password. That is where I do the expanded version. But for those of you who are clients, remember you, you were clients of uh, one of our firms, primarily fixed cost financial, you will have access to the dashboard and all the rest of the good stuff. Right, Roscoe? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, it, to be an effective remote manager, it's a course of study. And until recently, it really wasn't on the public radar. Things have changed dramatically, of course. And as a result of that, you know, it, it's just different. I mean, it really really is different. So again, I've been talking about this for years. This is why our firms have spent literally, uh, and I'm the founder, I'm the, I am the venture capitalist. We have no outside money, but I got to tell you, we've spent millions and millions of dollars, tens of thousands of hours in the wholesale redesign and redesign of nearly every single aspect of our companies. And um, we were just way ahead of the curve. You can tell from what we're doing. We're actually recording this, not just uh, on the audio, on the the audio box, but I'm also doing a video. We're using just a simple webcam instead of the uh, good cameras because, um, well, it's Sunday. And I didn't want to set everything up in the studio. But with that being said, I think we're going to get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. That's the short version. And uh, for those of you, again, who are friends, how do you become a friend? Well, it's pretty simple. This is all you got to do. This concludes the public version of the Paul Truesdale podcast. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Are you still here? Why? The good stuff is on paultruesdell.com. The rest of the story is available to friends of Paul Truesdell. To become a friend, go to paultruesdell.com and complete the contact form. Now get going. Go over to paultruesdell.com and become a friend. Go. Get. Now. This is Matthew. What's the matter with you? Joanna and Brian told you what to do. What are you waiting for? Okay. One more time. Go to paultruesdell.com. Click on contact. Complete the form. Become a friend. Crazy, simple, stupid, easy.